1: all right welcome back to the survival and basic badass podcast with kevin and chuck today we're gonna talk about when things go awry um basically Everybody, you know, with prepping and survival, they have all these plans and and things just don't always go your way. Um, Mike Tyson had a quote that kind of stuck with me. Uh, Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. And, you know, that's it. You know, you're like, yeah, I'm going to go in. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden something doesn't go quite your way. And you kind of have a wake-up call. It's like, ooh, you know, that, that isn't really what I thought it was. And and it also, one, I mean, I think it's such a good analogy because it kind of disorients you when you're punched in the face.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: not only did things not go the way you expected, which is one part of the scenario,
2: mm-hmm.
3: but
1: two, you're kind of like, ooh, You know, and you kind of rethink everything.
3: There's that couple seconds of confusion where you don't really know what's going on for a minute.
1: And I think that might be, you know, it's like, oh, I have my plan. I'm going to do this. And then, oh, no, it's not what I thought. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, that's that's basically uh, what we're going to talk about today, because I got to tell you, with survival, with prepping, with living off grid, with. Shit hits the fan situation With fucking camping Mm-hmm With um, You know A hurricane coming And You know I, I know way back I mentioned You know I I had coffee beans But I didn't have a grinder mm-hmm. Or you know Different things like that Right You just The littlest thing And you get thrown off
3: The hurricane's coming You got your bug out bag You throw it in the car You got your tank all full And you get five miles down the road And you break down
1: And it happens Mm-hmm and, you know, so basically we're going to talk about some of the unexpected things that might, you know, come at you. hmm And we're going to talk about maybe how to do it. I mean, how to deal with it.
3: Right. Now, the quote that you most people—yeah, the, okay. the quote that I had is, is Dwight D. Eisenhower. And he said, In preparing for war, I have found that plans are useless, but planning is indispensable. So, I mean— uh. One, you know, plans are important. They're they're. It's good to have a basic outline of a plan, but planning is the trick. Planning for contingencies, planning for the unexpected, uh, basic training, you know? Donald Trump always said, have plan A, B, and C.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, he always said, when I buy a property, I'm going to do this with it is my plan but then all of a sudden I can't rent it or do something anymore, then I have this plan that I'm going to do this with it. And mm-hmm. if not, then I have this plan that I'm going to – because shit doesn't
3: always go your way. Right. Right. You know, um, I was watching a show called The Loan. Okay. And, uh, I've
1: been meaning to check it out. I haven't
3: seen it yet. Yeah. Now, a lot of the situations I see in there is, you know, the first, the first couple weeks they're out there, they're gung-ho, you know? And these they're,
1: are survival guys? Like, yeah, what's they're, the they're survival the
3: experts, date? you know? Okay. All of them are. Uh, some of them are, are proficient trappers. Some are, you know, good hunters. Some are, um, you know, good at uh, uh, recognizing plants that they can eat, edible plants. Okay. Some are really good at building shelters, you know? And a lot of them have multiple, multiple skill sets. And they're, they're athletic, talented people. But after going without without food or going on, you know, a small amount of food for a couple of weeks, you start making mistakes. You start slipping, you know, tripping over yourself. You start making bad decisions. Um one of the guys uh one of the guys had stored up a bunch of food and uh they uh came in, they took him out. They did a, a medical wellness check on him and he was starving to death. And how does that make sense well, i mean uh starvation is is causes a lot of uh, a lot of psychological problems. You don't think about it you think why why would you do that? Obviously, you're not going to do that, but that's coming from a healthy mind that's been you know well fed with with protein and things that you need to make it function properly. but there's a lot of things that come along with starvation
2: yeah
1: i think uh, think you told me way back that uh when they find people lost in the woods, they're always naked, mhm-.
3: You well know. yeah, hypothermia. is right. one of and, those things.
1: But you're just yeah, you're just... obviously
3: you're freezing to death, why would you take your clothes off? But they do. Wow. Uh <clears throat> you know, it's a common thing to uh you know, when your body is under a massive amount of stress, it's common for you to make really poor decisions. You know? And one like of the having things... a
1: stockpile of food and not eating. Not
3: eating it. Yeah, one of the one of the side effects of starvation is is uh hoarding, you know storing things up and not not using it uh there have been people that have died of dehydration in the desert and when they found them they still had they still had half a canteen of water because they were saving it they were saving it for when they really needed it but they didn't realize that that was it they needed it then. they needed it now huh mm-hmm. so uh you know a lot of the things that come along with these sort of situations that you might be in you know it's uh well, starvation uh, causes a decline in, in concentration, emotional distress, irritability, depression, bad judgment, you know, a lot of things that you really need to focus on yeah. when you're in that situation. That's when you need your, your concentration. Uh, stress, basic stress, even without starvation, that, you know that has a lot of, uh, a lot of negative side effects. Negative attitude, you know, depression, irritability, um, lack of motivation. You know, when you find yourself in a situation where you're uh, under a lot of pressure to solve a problem, you know, to get yourself out of a situation, uh, it can be overwhelming and you just don't do anything. Um, And that's, I mean, it's really something to think about when you find yourself in one of those situations. You know, high stress causes a lot of uh, bad judgment.
1: Well, that's, I mean, we see, you know, when uh, they have these mass shooting incidents or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever like that, people just stand there or they hide behind something ridiculous and just freeze, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, People, you know, but it's even more than that. Um, Just, you know, little things. Something so small in the end of the world can be a big deal when you're, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, trying to deal with things, and that's that's you know something we have to prepare mentally, mm-hmm. to you know for the unexpected, right. prepare for things that can go wrong. Um, when I was a, uh, <clears throat> um, when I was in the Boy Scouts,
2: mm-hmm. I,
1: I used to work at a uh, Boy Scout camp, mm-hmm. and ran an archery range at the at the Boy Scout camp, and. It was a summer, a lot like we're having in New York right now, where it was just raining all the freaking time. Mm-hmm. And basically, the whole field where we had the archery stuff set up was like a swamp. And so you're living in a tent, whatever, right. and I'm in a swamp all day. And I'm out there all day long with whatever, you know, with kids showing them bow and arrows. And I'm standing in a swamp and you can only have so many pair of extra boots and socks and, you know, whatever. And I got athlete's foot. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've gotten athlete's foot at other points in my life, whatever. But when you're living in a tent and at a camp, Mm -hmm. it's kind of really crappy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I ended up like, I mean, I was like 16 or something and went to the medical lady and she's like, oh. That's bad. You're going to the doctor, and yeah, you know foot rot, and you know whatever. And so, I mean, that kind of thing, though, you don't want to be the guy in the end of the world who's got athlete's foot when you could have bought some eighty-eight cent, you know, antifungal,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, cream, right? Or I usually buy like a maybe four dollar or five dollar, you know, spray, mm-hmm. but something like that can throw off your whole game. Right. You're not out hunting and gathering and getting stuff when you can barely walk. You're not helping build the shelter. You're not,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, one stupid thing that in modern times when I can go get, oh, you know, my foot itches, I'm going to stop at CBS on the way home. No big deal. And get some spray and it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. But that's like the unexpected. Mm -hmm. And it, it can cripple you. Right. You know, I mean that literally. You right. Know?
3: Well, I mean that's uh, you know that was the big uh, the big threat in uh, Vietnam. Yeah. You know, dry socks. One, you know, the main thing that between life and death was dry socks. That's what they'd say. A, so, a you good know.
1: pair of boots. Mm-hmm. Same thing. You know, being able to have some really functional shoes that you can deal with things. Right. But
3: when you're a tough guy like me and Chuck, well, you know. You I mean, think I'm about it.
1: about, you know, the masses. Yeah,
3: you think about it like I can deal with this. It's not a big deal. And it gets worse. It's not a big deal. Tough it out. It gets worse and it gets worse until like you said you're crippled. You're not doing anything then.
1: No. No, and that's, you know, it can bring you right down. Um you know, sickness, something like the flu. Mhm. Um You know, dysentery, something like that. You ate something bad or you drank some bad water. Mm -hmm. What if, you know, you're laid up for, well, if you don't have antibiotics, five, six, ten days Mm -hmm. where you can't be out hunting and gathering and doing what you do. Ten days you're just laying there an invalid. If it doesn't kill you, Mm -hmm. that's kind of a big deal. Yep. Um, You know, do you plan for that? You know does your mission you know when you're like, "Hey, well, I'll be good, and you know we'll all sit around and I got my year supply of whatever you know my patriots ply food and and I'm just gonna crack open the tuna once you know twice a day, and everything's gonna be great, but you know these little things can blindside you
2: right
3: and right. even a a small cut that gets infected, you know um. You
1: know we tell you about antibiotics, but how many of you guys have gone out and done it? Mm-hmm. You know they have like the fish antibiotics, um, some different books out there. I'll put in the show notes that really, uh, you know, get into it and and write doses and whatever. Something like that can be huge. Um, don't let it you know destroy you and throw your whole prepping off. Right. Um, another thing that can like definitely devastate things is losing supplies. Mm-hmm. You know, what happens if all your four? So what if you have a fire? What if somebody breaks in and just takes all your crap while you're out hunting? Right. You come back and your camp is ravaged. Maybe it was a bear. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it wasn't, you know, evil villain, whatever that you were ready for with your AR 15. But instead you fell asleep when, you know, you were doing the watch or whatever for the night and a bear got in and just eat the crap out of your freaking food stores. Mm-hmm. Is that gonna change, you know, how you whatever?
3: Right. Right. So when you find yourself in these situations, when you find yourself in a bad situation that you don't see uh don't see an easy remedy to, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the times we react. Um, there's a there's a reflex which is your natural instinct, you know, like run that guy off the road that just cut you off, you know. I'm I'm a little bit of a road that's rage not normal person. normal behavior? Or... No, that's not normal behavior. Okay. Normal for me sometimes. I try to behave myself, but I get a little, little aggravated with people. But it's important to um, have a response instead of a reaction, you know, not a reflex, but uh, something that you plan out.
1: Right? I— I, I would chime in here where I got to say, I actually, I, I'm always afraid of being the guy who like panics and does what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, that immediate, you know, right.
3: response. I suddenly realized like, oh. I don't know where I'm at in the woods. I think it's that direction. And I'm just going to start running.
1: I've actually made like a conscious decision and I feel like I've trained myself where I always pause for like a second Right when anything happens. But then I've seen like, bad things happen. The one example I can think of is one of the kids was was over at the house and in in socks or whatever and slid down the stairs and was like, bang, 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 bang. And the kid's dad jumped up and ran over to see. And I just kind of paused for a second and was like, all right, what's going on? Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: was right behind him, but I was like two seconds behind. But I also feel like I'm always torn like you know he got there
3: first mhm and is it better to cuz well you know, you know you kinda... uh wild bill we said the person that wins gunfights isn't the person that's the fastest draw but it's the person that pauses and aims see i might be the hero
1: on this that's one that's right
3: no that's i That's going to be the quote i'm right. going to go with mhm
1: but you know i mean that's the thing is give it maybe just a half a second mm-hmm. you know it it doesn't have to be too long and I I gotta say, you know, we talked about in the, uh, kind of, we did a a podcast way back in the beginning on like alertness or preparedness, something, Mm -hmm. and I really do like play out scenarios in my head when I walk into a place Mm -hmm. and, and that's, you know, going to give you maybe a little bit of an edge.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, you know, if this happens, if somebody comes in there, if. You know these are the exits. If everybody panics with whatever the kitchen catches on fire in the restaurant, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: whatever. I just it's so like subconscious. Like it's like oh, Chuck goes around worried all the time. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. I don't even like consciously think about it now. I just kind of you know assess in like two seconds. Mm
2: -hmm. I take
1: a quick you know look around. Like all right, these are the things that might happen here, Mm -hmm. and. And it's so subtle, but that's the idea. And that's the way we need to be with our prepping. Mm -hmm. Um, The idea is, you know, things might go wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, We could, you know, one of the things I always talk about is is toilet paper. Oh, well, you know, I'm going to get toilet paper. Mm -hmm. Well, what if I'm cool and I fill my shed with toilet paper and I go out and mice freaking ate it all? Right. And it's just a giant mouse nest mm-hmm. And anybody who's stored things like that Knows that's a real possibility Right If you put a tarp in your shed There's a chance You've gone out and found big holes in it mm-hmm. You know that That's what mice do Right And covered with mouse crap Are you prepared if mice get into your stores? Now Hopefully we're storing things properly mm-hmm. And things aren't getting in it Right And that's cool But be prepared because we can't plan for everything. Mm -hmm. And everybody knows, you know, I mean, it's very realistic that shit could go sideways. Right. You know, Um, I mean, I have lots here. I have a a nice list of things that go wrong. but
3: Let's just uh, bring it around. Um, Don't assume that the things that you don't want to happen are bad, you know? Any any situation, about that. any situation can be turned around. Uh, you don't you don't know what that bad what that bad situation what opportunities are going to come out of it. You know it's important to uh, uh, to create options. When you find yourself in a bad situation, you don't know what to do. Come up with a couple of courses of action. You know, come up with a couple of different ideas. Talk to the people in your group. Come up with uh with ideas and then decide on the best course of action from there.
1: So you're saying that if I kill everyone and take their weapons, I could turn that bad situation into a win. You can now I have guns now and have ammo all of them. and
3: all of it. All right. Uh I was uh, listening to a I can take their boots. I was <laughs> I was listening to a podcast on the uh Donner Party. Oh, yep. And um what I didn't realize is one of the uh, two of the people in the Donner Party died from accidentally getting shot. How does that play gun out? Gun accidentally discharges and, and kills him in the face. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if they got shot in the face. Okay, but there was also uh, you know they had plenty of supplies, but natives ran off a lot of their cattle on their way out, not not because they wanted their cattle, but just because they were fucking with them. You know, look at look at those stupid white people down there crossing this 60-mile long uh, you know, salt salt barren. And uh let's go fuck with them a little bit. Um Now, it's important that you trust in yourself and your skill set, too. You know, a lot of people panic. I don't know what I'm going to do. What am I going to do about this? You need to you need to stay calm and and count on the planning and the training that you've done. Uh and then once you come up with a plan, stick to your plan. Don't uh don't waver back and forth. Once you uh pick a course of action, follow through with it.
1: I think that's right. So that that's basically, I mean, that's the whole thing is we need to find a way to not get derailed. Right. Um and and that's you know, more things. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, I came up with a list of things. I just wanted you to kind of, you know, have in the back of your mind, you know, they always say one is, one is none, two is one. And Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, three is more than that. Right. I I don't know how that works out exactly, (laughs) but you know, have a plan B, which is what we've been saying. Um, You know, I, I mentioned the bears and your supplies getting ruined there was also... You remember that movie, I think it's Into the Wild?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The kid lives in the bus at the end? Right. And, I mean, that's the perfect example of what you're talking about in that Alone movie, you know, mm-hmm. Alone show, is, you know, the kid clearly went out kind of prepared. I mean, it seemed like he had his stuff together. Right. I mean, he shot a freaking moose, and then he starving to death, like, two days later. hmm That... Yep. And I think, like, I... They show it as him getting frantic and the flies and the maggots are coming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's like, oh, God, you know, I got to hurry and whatever. But as long as you're cutting new fresh meat. And I I think if you had a logical conversation with him before he went out into the woods, Mm -hmm. he would have been like, yeah, no problem. Right. You know, I can just cut, you know, from here. And it hasn't been the bugs haven't gotten in it. We're okay. Things are good. And instead, it's you get into that weird, frustrated, I'm starving. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's hard to you know right. process rationally.
3: Right. It's hard to make rational now, decisions.
1: I mean, don't get into semantics with me on the movie. I don't remember the—I I know he ends up eating berries that do them in. Right. But they also have pictures, and he was pretty freaking scrawny and right. wasting away. And, you know— it just, that that's how things go. You know, mm-hmm. it seemed like you knew how to prepare. And then once you get into that cycle. Right. Um, There, there was a movie with Keanu Reeves. Uh, I, I don't know, The Replacements or something. Okay. And it doesn't matter. They're football players or whatever. And he talks about, you know, they're like, oh, what's your biggest fear? And he's like, oh, quicksand. You know, when one thing goes wrong, and then you just kind of get your mind on that. And then the next thing, and it just spirals mm-hmm. and you get sucked into it. And I think that's such a good analogy. Right. Of, you know, as soon as things start to go awry, you see people spiral. I mean, you read, if you read real stories of people in survival situations and how things play out, it's that's mm-hmm. exactly, you know, the Dahmer story. The, right. All these different things. I mean, that's the... Thing is, it just yeah. Keeps, one
3: mistake can lead to uh, multiple. It multiple keeps more building mistakes. on
1: each other, mm-hmm. and you get sucked in, and it's just like ah, I can't get away from it. And it's so hard to fathom that with your rational mind, mm-hmm. you know, because right now you're thinking clearly. You're, you know, may, maybe you should do your prepping while you're drunk a little bit, mm-hmm. and then you know you kind of get a feel of how things might be.
3: Right. Right. No, <laughs> uh, do right. your do your rock climbing when you're drunk off your ass see uh-huh. get it
1: get a little perspective once again. That was Kevin trying to tell you how to get yourself killed.
3: yeah, I think we've killed two people this episode, so we far. also killed them we with should, something. yeah, we'll keep track we'll all right. keep track so um, but yeah, a lot of the times uh the frustration that you have after making one mistake right causes another mistake, you know you get angry, you throw something, and then you broke your shit. You know, now you have a cut and a broken knife. Right. So I mean, a a lot of the times the um, the cascading effect of those. Right. It spirals out of control fast. You know, that's why it's important to take a second and evaluate, reevaluate your, your situation. You make one stupid mistake and then you kick the shit out of yourself over and over again. Right. Because you made that mistake.
1: That's that's definitely one of the lessons I've learned as I get older Mm -hmm. that, you know, I used to beat myself up about shit and whatever, and it just consumes you and it builds. And now that I get older, I I just kind of accept, you know what, I can't change the past. Mm -hmm. And I just look at the decisions I'm going to make in the future. Right. And I don't give the past a second thought. It pisses my wife off because she's like, aren't you worried about whatever? And I'm like, I can't change it. Yeah. It's already happened. Right. So whatever. You know what? I said something stupid or I did something stupid or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm going to damn well try that I don't do that again. Right. But I'm not going to have regret and be filled with shame and whatever cuz I can't. I mm-hmm. can't do anything.
3: Yeah. About there's it. A, that's there's no reason to uh dedicate a second of of emotion to things like that. Uh regret, you know, obviously making a mistake, you try and learn from it. People but, get
1: consumed by debt mm-hmm. and it's all they can think about. Now, you need to make damn well sure that, gee, I'm feeling all this shame. I should stop doing what I'm doing to get in debt. Mm-hmm. I should stop letting it consume, you know, just destroy my life. You want to start moving forward, but also worrying about how you got there. It's kind of irrelevant. Once you know that you're not repeating the same. Once you correct the behavior. Yeah. Once you, you know, but it, it is what it is. You know, you just kind of accept it and move on. Mm -hmm. And that's, but that's the same point in in these, you know, survival situations. Once things start going bad, you know, I actually heard a guy and this kind of relates to what you said. It's kind of how you react when things go bad. That's actually when the adventure begins. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you go out on a hike, if you just walk along a trail and you see pretty things and whatever, and it's nice and you're out with your girlfriend and everything's good, it's just a hike. Mm -hmm. But when somebody sprains their ankle or a mountain lion comes out of the woods or Mm -hmm. the rattlesnake comes at you, that's when it becomes an adventure. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's when things, that's life. Yeah. You know, that's what you enjoy is. And no, I don't mean you enjoy being scared to death that a mountain lion's going to tear you apart. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about these challenges and when you overcome them or how you handle them mm-hmm. is the adventure.
3: Yeah. I was talking to a guy um, that was telling me he was hiking in the Black Mountains in uh, Vermont. Okay. And uh, broke his leg when he was, you know, up near the top. And uh, somebody said, well, it didn't, I mean,. Did that scare the shit out of you? And he said, honestly, it made the whole trip a lot better because uh, yeah, <laughs> it gave it more of a challenge. You and, know, it sucked that I had a broken leg. It didn't feel good. But, you know, uh, me and my friends were able to come together, work together, and and get down the and mountain. And make it happen. Yep. And
1: that's the thing. Like, when you look back at your life, mm-hmm. anything you remember as significant probably involved some kind of challenge. right? You know? Um, it, it wasn't the day that you went to the park and everything went smooth. Mm-hmm. It was the day that your kid was overdoing cartwheels and fell and broke five fingers, or mm-hmm. you know whatever. Those are what you remember. And I'm not saying it's good that something bad happened. That's right. stupid. I'm not ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm saying how you deal with challenges is what defines you mm-hmm. and what makes you who you are. And just start thinking about contingencies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, redundancy, say, you know, well, yeah, I planned for that. I brought all that toilet paper.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But if that doesn't work out, what am I going to do? Right. And whatever. I don't I don't. Know. Sorry, toilet paper. You're going to see why I'm harping on this. <laughs> We're going to get to it in a minute. All right. But, I mean, that's pretty much what I got. I don't need to beat a dead horse. But it's just, you know, things can go awry, you know? Once things get real, things change. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's been in a combat situation, but you don't have to have been in a combat situation. You could have taken your kid to the first day of school, mm-hmm. and you know that sometimes things can go awry. You know, it, it doesn't yeah. well, always. I mean, play I out. think
3: I think most of us in, have been in bad situations. That came out stronger on the other end of them
1: I think that's right You
3: know The 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 time that you most improve Is the time when you're going through the hardest uh, Parts of your life Alright Learn from your mistakes
1: Now I think that's what we got on that Now I have some concerns Okay all right. This is, you know, I, I mentioned last week that me and Kevin are killing people. Mm-hmm. You guys, you know, should
3: accidentally. Take... I'm not trying. Oh, you're to. not trying. No, no. I I feel you... like I put myself in bad situations often yes. just to see what happens and and deal with it.
2: But I'm not. You don't it, have but any I adventure. I
3: sometimes encourage other people to m- follow my bad decision making. Right. That's it's done in in jest. I'm not. Encouraging you to to drink uh uh pond water from uh no you know no
1: exactly you know it, exactly and you you should be able to recognize I mean you can't just jump in and listen to one thing and be like oh. You know, I know what these guys are all about and whatever. You got to make a little bit of a commitment. But I feel like if you listen to three or four episodes, Mm -hmm. you know what we're about. Right. You know, I mean, you're not stupid. I assume that you guys have a level of intelligence. Right. That, you know. I mean, I think it's a great idea
3: if you eat those Tide Pods. Great idea. See, Kevin just killed somebody
1: (laughs) right there just now. Uh Uh-huh. So, same thing. So... You know, I'm a little sentimental and and emotional and whatever, but Mm -hmm. so, and I guess it would be vain to think that whenever people talk about somebody, they're talking about me. Yeah. That would probably be crazy. You're so vain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, you know, I listen to like other podcasts, but not really that much. I don't have anybody I really listen to consistently. Um, way back, I used to listen to one called uh, We Have Concerns. Mm-hmm. And it's just two goofy uh, guys. And they just talk about stupid novelty shit, usually stuff they find in like Wired magazine and uh-huh. stuff like that. It's not really survival rated. Otherwise, I kind of bounce around and there's nobody that, you know, really does it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two or three podcasts where I'll love an episode But then, like, four or five, I'm just bored out of my mind with survival stuff, you know? Right. I do find there's a lot of great audiobooks out there that I do learn a lot of survival stuff. But anyway, whenever I find something that's cool and I bring it to you guys, and definitely when I'm researching a topic that I haven't fully grasped, Mm -hmm. I usually you know, will be like, hey, I read this book, you know, and and I tell you all about it and I'm excited – Cause it's an accomplishment when I read a book. Mm-hmm. That's a big feed for me. <laughs> you know, some people are like, "Oh, I read books every, you know, two, yeah. two, three a day, whatever." Mm-hmm. Me, it's like, "Oh, I labor." <laughs> it took me three that. months, it but took I me did three it. Three months, but I read I that pamphlet, pamphlet. <laughs> that forty-page pamphlet. I'm through it. So that's the thing. I I always plug guys and and tell you who you know I'm into or whatever. And same thing, you know, if I hear a great podcast episode on something and i i steal some notes from it i'm happy to share it with you guys so you can learn too and whatever because i assume that's why you're here is because you want to learn and if i find a great resource i want to share it with you you know Mm -hmm. i mean that that's how things work so anyway i just typed into uh to itunes um Overcoming obstacles or when things go wrong, mm-hmm. and a couple of podcasts came up, and one was a, a survival one. Now, one I listened to, I had to listen to like horrible stories about uh about being a mortician, being a homosexual, and trying meth for the first time. A lot of them went wrong. Yeah, it sounds like that. You.
3: What th- those are some things that would that they could were go actually wrong.
1: the same podcast. <laughs> The first one was a guy talked about meeting uh, Robert De Niro, then being gay and doing crystal meth because you thought it was something that would make your butt relax, and then yeah, it, it was yeah, a that's, fun time. That's upsetting. And I then wish another you'd stop one was like, oh, I was abused a ton, and so I decided that the proper career path for me would be a mortician. And it was just like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that was actually, I think, the risk podcast. So okay. all those in one right, all right. there all right. it was very misleading. Um. <laughs> anyway, so I listened to this other guy whose name I'm not going to drop. I was going to I was like, oh, he's got things to say about me. I'm going to share that and whatever. But then after he says that I'm wrong. Then it kind of, he gives a bunch of bad advice that he's going to get people killed. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, you're just a
3: wuss. Mm -hmm. So here's what plays out. I have no problem giving bad advice.
1: Now, the guy doesn't mention us by name, so he probably doesn't even listen to us. But if you're listening to a good survival podcast, what could it be if it wasn't ours? Right. That's us. I mean, that's us, right? He's Mm -hmm. like, oh, there's other ones that I listen to all the time. I assume that's got to be us he's talking about. And then he says, some people are always talking about prepping toilet paper. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> wait a minute, you hit a nerve there. And then he's like, and then some people are always talking about stockpiling tampons, which we've touched on in one episode, but that's not something we ever Yeah, I don't really think that's a on, focus of ours. But we've mentioned it, whatever. And he's like, that's just dumb. Because the mice are going to come in and eat it all.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, not necessarily true. There's plastic Tupperware bins and mm-hmm. ways to pack things up that you have really good odds.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Not impossible for right. mice.
3: And nothing's foolproof. But-
1: and whatever. And you know what? You don't like my prepping for toilet paper. A big thing, a lot of the stuff we prep is to make the transition from the world we live in now into another world i want that to be as smooth and painless as possible mm-hmm. i have a year supply of coffee there's a reason for that mm-hmm. now i understand after a year if the world hasn't gotten in shit together but i figure i can choose on my own terms right how i give up coffee and how that's gonna work mm-hmm. instead of waking up one morning yeah. and being like Huh. Yeah. The gas station is that I stopped for cups. coffee is Yeah, but yeah, that's even worse. If I don't make my own
3: coffee uh-huh. and Starbucks down the road is uh closed, we got a freaking problem. hmm Yeah, that that um when Starbucks closed for that sensitivity training, I almost died, man. Oof. that was rough on me. That was two days. Times are hard, you uh-huh. know. I mean that's the thing. So- I didn't know what to do. I panicked same thing like
1: so when you have your teenage daughter who uses tampons freaking do you want to be like yeah we're going to go live in the woods for a month and by the way you're just screwed bleeding all over the place and whatever and you want her freaking out and you want things that's yeah. not really cool
3: mhm and so- and i've mo- i've wiped my Uh, Wipe myself with leaves multiple times, and you never get it clean.
1: And he's like, oh, well, you know, when you're thinking you're going to use leaves, you're probably going to use poison oak and whatever. And I'm Uh, like, go outside.
2: How many times (laughs) have
1: we told people to go hiking? And guess what? After you've been hiking five times, you're going to figure out what poison ivy and poison oak look like. If they bother you. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to figure that one out. Trust me. And I know we've been preaching it, you guys, to get out and experience nature. Right. So that said, with all the negativity, Mm -hmm. he did point out that they actually make a travel bidet. Ooh. I was like, what? I did not know anything about this. So it's a little tube that you can squirt water in your bunghole Uh and freaking crystal clean. Love it. I love that. And Mm. I actually ordered one off Amazon right after I heard (laughs) it. I'm like, that's the best fucking thing ever. But Uh that said, I don't want my ass all wet Mm -hmm. and whatever. If I can have toilet paper, that's still my first go to. Right. I actually let me tell you this story. And if you if you shut the podcast off because you were like, oh, now they're just talking about bullshit. Well, you're missing out on a real gem right here. And you're going to realize when you shut it off too soon, there are consequences. Mm -hmm. This is a gem. I was at a customer's house one time and I go into, they had the laundry room in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And so I'm in there and I'm, I'm fixing his dryer or whatever. And I'm, I'm waiting on it to see if it gets hot or whatever. And I'm looking around and he's got one of those faucet sprayers Uh plumbed in with the supply line to his toilet. Ooh. And I'm like, what's going on there? And he's like, well, it's a little embarrassing. But he goes, you know how people have a bidet? Uh Uh-huh. I don't have the room for a second toilet kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So
3: I rigged up this sprayer love it and I'm like, i am like I love freaking... it and i'm like you're a freaking genius right now i gotta use my kitchen sink to do that that's disgusting <laughs> exactly. and he's got a plan he's got a plan and his wife came in oh my god i
1: can't <laughs> believe you're telling him about that but i'm like holy shit that's the greatest thing i've ever seen mm-hmm. now mind you i say it's great i did not go rig this up at my own home
3: right right
1: because it's kind of weird and then your butt's wet yeah but again, when I run out of toilet paper, I love having this as a backup plan, mm-hmm. and I think that's cool. Although I can't think I, – I feel like there's a lot of scenarios where water is more valuable mm-hmm. than you want it to be squirt in your bunghole. Right. But maybe it's not. Maybe you live next to a giant Lake Erie. Or, well, that right. always catches on fire. That's, <laughs> not, you know, that's not as good either. Uh-huh. But, you know, there's a giant lake, we'll mm-hmm. say. Lake Superior, that one's usually clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, whatever. But you might have icicles on your bunghole then. So, you know.
3: Yeah, it gets, uh, gets a little chilly up there. Chilly then. up Lake Superior,
1: mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, with that, though. And then he also mentioned the menstrual cup, which I know you've mentioned,
3: I have no idea what that, what is. that no, is. I don't want to know. Okay, I'm, good. we're good on that. But
1: so that's something you can Google if uh, mm-hmm. if you have girls with tampons and you're trying to figure out the apocalypse. There's something called a menstrual cup.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's about twelve bucks. They come in two sizes: one for if you've had a kid, and one if you haven't had a kid.
3: Really, I don't think it
1: changes that much. They're saying small, okay. and large. All right, had a kid, not had a All kid. Right. Um. They're like two for 12 bucks, whatever. That's a. I, I talked to somebody actually who's actually used one. Mm-hmm. They said not a big deal. It actually works and is pretty, you know, effortless in the scheme of things. Not something I would want on my day to day, but I think some hippies and people out there now yeah. are doing that because they're worried about the planet,
2: mm-hmm.
3: that
1: and their straws. Right. But, you know, whatever. So that's something you might want to look into. Again, a lot of these things are for transitioning. I don't think I can stockpile a lifetime supply of coffee. Mm -hmm. I don't think I can stockpile a lifetime supply of toilet paper. And sadly, I don't think I can stockpile a lifetime supply of food. Right. We assume that hopefully you're learning some skills. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe we should really be focusing more, a little more on the bushcraft stuff. A lot of it is kind of hard to... Do on a podcast. Right. There's a lot of great videos out there. And we're going to try and, you know, work things in as we can. We've actually done an episode on bushcraft. Sure. Um, And we talk about a lot of those skills and different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. The idea is to get you thinking, get you prepared. But also, a lot of this is to make the transition into, you know, another world. Right. A little bit easier. easier. You know, baby steps. Um, another good way to do it is to freaking subscribe to pack mm-hmm. and get cool shit. Where you have like need survival gear coming sure. every month, mm-hmm. cool knives.
3: Yeah, I've gotten a couple of cool knives from. Knives them that I, are going to help you out with, with your bushcraft, yep. right?
1: Yep. And if you use code badass, they're going to give you something. Uh, gun cleaning mat. It's pretty awesome. Um, another thing we never mention because we're lame like that, but. If you guys leave reviews on iTunes, Mm -hmm. it just helps other people find the podcast. Right. Um, Also, if you're on our Facebook page, which, you know what? It's cool. I want you to, you know, if you're on Facebook, I want you on our Facebook page and in the badass group. Mm -hmm. But if you're not somebody who does Facebook, I'd say you're better off without it. Don't even worry about it. Right. Um, Same thing. We're on Instagram at prepping bat prepping underscore badass. Mm hmm. Um, but you know, whatever, those are just one more way to kind of see the new products we're into. Um, I do share a lot of the videos, the bushcraft stuff and the different things that I come across. Mm -hmm. I I share it with you, but you know, if you're outside doing stuff and don't have time for that, I'm good with that too. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, if you are on Facebook and you come across, Hey, you know, they're sharing a, uh, uh, post about, that podcast episode and that one was really awesome. Share it with your friends, mm-hmm. you know, help spread the podcast around, help us grow a little bit. Yep. We love that. Um, I'm going to try and, you know, get some more like that out there. Um, you know, let people know about the podcast, um, you know, different things like that. If you see it, it'd be cool if you helped us out like that. I don't care about you sharing nonsense. I don't even care about you sharing ads or things like that. I mean that's cool you want to help us out. You understand how that works, but the bottom line is we just want to kind of grow the podcast and get other people into it. Another way you can help keep us going is patreon mm-hmm. um if you went to patreon.com slam prepping badass you could uh you know sign up and we'll send you out a cool patch
3: mm-hmm. now I even a dollar a month is uh, a dollar a month.
1: Is something, you know. Um, it basically pays for the overhead. Um, we had to buy some equipment in the beginning. We're rocking on a, uh Apple laptop from 2009. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things are a little Things a little get a little dated, sketchy. A little sketchy. Sometimes things drop out. Who knows? But the bottom line, we're not crying. We're not hurting, whatever. Just you want to help out, keep us going. We're trying to grow it, make it better. Um, I do think that I've sent patches out to everybody. So anybody who is uh, given to us on Patreon, if you haven't gotten a patch and you think you should have, just shoot us an email at prepping, prepping badass at gmail.com and let us know you didn't get one. Um, Also people in other countries. um, Sometimes we maybe are having a hard time getting the patches there. Mm -hmm. So let me know with that. We might find something else we have to do. I haven't really figured it out. Mm -hmm. Um, I know there was one guy in Australia that it should be there by now. If not, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of iffy. It's been like two weeks. I don't know how long it takes to mail shit to Australia. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I mean, it could be on a boat. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. But if you haven't gotten anything, feel free to shoot us an email, and we'll see what we can do about it. Otherwise, I think that about wraps it up. Any uh, show topics things you guys want to learn about, things you guys, you know, feel we missed, maybe things you think we got wrong. Um Kevin will deal with it cuz you know I'm a little sensitive. Yeah. You know how it is. Yeah,
3: just send us an email and we'll straighten and it up.
1: Bottom line, I think we've been delivering some good content. If you think we're doing too much of this talking and chit-chatting and you want to get right down to content, let us know. You know, it's whatever you guys want. We'll see what we can do, but also we want to keep people listening and keep it fun. Mm-hmm. So You know, it all comes at a price. Um, With that, stay
3: safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. (laughs) ¶¶
0: wild game in wild places in to hunt stand presents saturdays at 8 30 p.m eastern waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment
2: when you go out there and the fish are where you think they are any one of these casts could be the bite it's the most exciting fishing that i know right here at hawk's cave